0: Those questions Dave sent me was about like who I, what I want to see more concepts 998s please can I get that can I just that, that's my wheelhouse
1: and they're supposed to be on a hiatus so like um, I, I think someone asked Joe uh, Joe Grandin about the 998 and the 997 like when can we expect to see more and he had answered like in his stories and said not for a while they're gonna take a little bit of a break or something to that effect. So I feel like, yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of a bummer. And so that, that kind of leads into one of the questions that I asked too, which was like, um, or I was thinking about which was the last two years, it seems like New Balance has really focused on a lot of made in Asia stuff for their lifestyle their lifestyle like offerings and i know it's probably a lot because of the pandemic and things like that um so they can't rely on like you know production in boston or production up in up in maine i think for me that was a big draw was being able to buy made in usa like 998s 997s even the 99s when they like you know introduced that originally it was made in the u.s so um an then B1, like, greatest thing ever. Um, so, like, I, I was hoping we could talk about that and, like, what are people's thoughts on, like, how, you know, how there's that
0: shift. I think you you hit the nail on the, the head, David. I think especially being someone who came into this a little bit later in the game than some of – I don't think I'm new school or old school in this. Like, it just I like what I like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think the line of demarcation between – the new and the old is that most people speak to the U.S. UK shoes as being like the ones you chase, and now some of these that are popping up, like the Jaden Smiths, uh, I'm out on that. Like, and you know, I, I don't know where the eight the eight two sevens are, the ALD the eight two sevens are coming out of, but you know, when I start hearing people talk about like where the ch- the shift is, you know, most of the old school guys, you know, only preach U.S. UK. And not any of the Asian, you know, shoes that are popping up, like the, you know, the three twenty sevens, for example. You know, that's a good one. Nobody, who else bought these? I bet you a lot of people slept on these. How is the? I didn't sleep on them. I just didn't like the the shininess of the. Is that supposed to be alligator or something or snake? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, like a croc, like a croc skin. I yeah. like the look a million percent. I just didn't, I didn't like the shininess of it. I'm weird. I like
2: even, and even better when I got them on sale
0: for like 90 bucks. Good luck with that now. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I think right now that same shoe is on eBay for 180 and they won't come off of it. You know, they won't haggle with you because it's all hype right now.
1: Yeah. So, like, Paula, what do you think about like the, the new Made in Asia stuff from New Balance? I know
2: you're like, hey, I I, you OG, know,
1: but you're there.
2: Hey, I, you know, I like some of that stuff. Like the 2002s are really nice, I think. Yeah, nice silhouette, really nice shoe. I like the colors that they've come out with. Um, I like the 327s. Um, the only problem I have with the 327s are is that shoe gonna hold the test of time? I'm not sure it's going to. I'm not sure it's going to. I think the shelf life on that shoe is probably another year or two, maybe, but I don't see that as far as
0: the
3: style you mean. As far yeah. as like how it looks. Or
0: the materials.
3: Yeah. The materials are with... I think though. you're right. I do like them. I think it's got like a cool mix of new and old. If it can hold and, like if it's retro enough looking, then it may it may hold up over time. But so, it super, might just be
2: super comfortable shoe.
3: Yeah, they're um, they're fun. And they're like ninety bucks or something. So it's yep. It was easy for me when they were like at first, they were hard to get, even the GRs, but then they re-released some of the GRs, you know, nabbed them for retail or below, and I'm super happy.
2: They kind of did it's that. Fun,
3: it's a fun one to wear. People really notice it. It's, it's yeah, wicked. they do.
2: I mean, whenever I, wear my, whenever I wear my Concepts ones, people are like, what are those? And they remind me a little bit on the top of them. When I look at the top of the shoe, especially the toe box, it reminds me a lot of the Wave Runner for some reason. So, I mean, I, I like the stuff they're doing. I'm not against the Asian stuff being built in Asia and all that stuff. Um, you know, I would love to see more 992s um, or, excuse me, 998s. The 992 is a different topic. I like the shoe. I don't love the shoe. nine um, eights would be great. 997s, obviously. Um, but, you know, I think we can solve that issue pretty quickly is if we get MB one back. Um, yeah. And, and then that's re- that resolves everything because I, I mean I could, I could play with that stuff all day long. Yeah, and I think
0: uh, you know, you you bring up the nine nine two, you know, I it's gonna die. Like I, I just think you know what Joe Freshgood did with that nine nine two, you could he showed what was possible. But but a lot of these um these these collabs that are coming after it, like I'm just not seeing it. And you know my favorite nine nine two is just the gray pair, right? Or you know I like the purple. I, yep. I, I really like solid, like solid palettes. And when I say solid, of course, there's grays and whites and all that. So I'm not talking about from top to bottom. But, you know, I, that Joe Freshgood shoe is amazing. But I, then I think that's what really drew people into this. You know, I, I think people, that's the jump off point. And then people are expecting to get that. And they're, they're, you know, they're going after all those 992s. And you're seeing the spike in the 992s. And hey, you know, I bought my dad 992s. Uh, because when you start looking at what the numbers mean, you know, they, they mean something different to to each, uh, each person, my dad's a big dude. So I I bought him a pair of nine, nine twos because it fit his foot and he's a, he was a runner and he's a large runner. So I was like, okay. And those are comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think that shoe, it was great for new balance. And then I think it's bad for new balance in the sense that I don't think you can replicate what it did like, and, and what's sad. And I actually talked to Joe, uh, and he said that that shoe is never coming out again. So if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, you didn't. You know. And so, yep. I think they're chasing something that will never exist again. And I think Ronnie, Ronnie and the um, the kid, you know, the kid nine nine two. I think that's a good shoe. Is it worth a thousand dollars? No. <laughs> like, and and what's the other one that's from? Uh,
2: Concepts did two of them too. Now they're not technically collaborations. They're just exclusive releases. The Plaid. Yeah, the plaid, which I didn't really care for that much. The other one I liked a lot more. Did the plaid I mean, get a wider release?
3: True?
2: I think the plaid one did. the The one that's got the purple hues on it and the aqua didn't.
3: Yeah, I think that only released what there. Was it a kit, uh, an exclusive as well? Like it wasn't technically a collab. It was a. Yep, it was just exclusive. Yep, just like the
2: factory. The, yeah. the CL, the CL colorway, right? The CL colorway was that's just. Right. Yep. I mean. 992s are cool. I you know, I I've always said and I always consider the 993 is a better shoe. It's it infinitely better.
1: Hands down,
2: you know. I love that shoe.
1: Yeah, I think so this year I actually got the 992 gray and the 993 gray and I wear the 993 gray so much more. It's to me it's infinitely better. Just so much more comfortable, looks so much better yeah. on. foot. um I think the other thing that I noticed about the 992s this year was there was a little bit of quality control issues on a few pairs. Like I think my gray pair started to pull away, um, you know, at the sole, so you could see like glue stains and like where it was starting to separate. So you know that that was something that was sort of new for New Balance, and I don't know if it was because it was rushed or what, but. Um, that kind of that kind of turned me off a little
2: bit, but I thought the sizing on the shoe was very different too. Um, normally, with like a made in the USA shoe, I'm really like a, you know, a size nine, and you know that nine nine two, the nine nine two is very narrow in the toe box. I felt like it was very narrow. Um, could just be me. Maybe my foot got fatter. I don't know. You know, I, it just felt weird. The shoe just felt weird to me.
0: David, you brought up the rush. Did Did any of y'all catch any of the uh, the the was it Kithmas? you know, I, I got the red pair and I was so disappointed in the quality and it felt rushed. And if, you know, if y'all look at the back of it, it says, uh, oh, was it Ronnie's last name on it? Oh, yeah. it's like, I It's like, it's, yeah, it, it's not stitched. It's, it's uh lasered or, or plastic lasered or whatever they do. You know, I, don't the I, f- I don't
2: think I would have I don't think I would have bought that shoe for that reason. I, I don't I know want a shoe it until like, it's
0: in my hand. Like, I
2: don't, <laughs> you know. I, I just don't want a shoe with another man's name on it. Um, <laughs> If it's the kids, I would have preferred that over five. It's just,
0: you know. I was just, the quality of it seemed rushed. You know, yeah. just like David was saying, I, I think the quality of it was not what it should be. Like, it it's it disappointing it, is what could, it was. Could that be a result of
3: they the, move, the well, quarantine? they move a lot of those made in USA? Like, did they stop doing that in general or made in UK? I'm pretty sure
2: it did. Um, I mean, we had a lot of factories like... Uh, I you know the main factory, Dave, where a lot of the MB ones come out of. Yeah. They were shut down for forever, you know. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's the issue: was is things were rushed. Well,
1: so I talked to I talked to somebody at New Balance, and I know that from what I know, a lot of their stuff got canceled. A lot of the stuff that they were doing um, had to get slowed down, and so like you know, instead of a hundred people producing, you know, a thousand shoes, you got. 50 people producing, you know, 200 shoes because, you know, of space and time. So, you know, deadlines, I know, got pushed around. I know they had to cancel a lot of things this year. And from what I was told, they're not going to be back up to, you know, a hundred percent until probably Q4 of this year. And that's if everything goes well with, you know, like vaccine rollout and everything. So, um, there was a lot of a lot of stuff that sort of got canceled, pushed, can't you know, delayed, whatever. So I think that that did affect things like the Ronnie shoe, um, but on the, on the same side, and,
0: we forgot uh, that part. That those two of those shoes are just hideous. I, I oh yeah, I, I man- completely agree. <laughs> and
1: I thought everyone says that I was crazy, but
2: I was like, man, uh, I only one that looked good was the red one. Like that's it. Did any did any of you guys get the Joe Fresh Goods pair?
0: No, I wanted
2: them. That's that was the best shoe of the year last year, hands down. I don't care what anybody tells me. I know there's a lot of haters that hate Joe Fresh Goods for what he did, um, which is total ridiculousness because the guy really come up and done really well. Yeah, I know who he was. I know who he was before this, and there's a lot of people are hating on him because they didn't know what he was doing before. So, but I think the hate.
0: I heard the hate is that it, that, that shoes one step away from an MB one. That's anybody. I, talk
3: to I, think it, you could, I think you could make it on NB one. And then they pulled some of those colors. Is what I understand. They, yep. They did. Yep. But that's where, there, when there I there was I, a guy who was like selling, um, like air max ones that were Nike IDs, and just like putting his own name and then selling them for like a grand. Did you guys hear about this? And it, it sort of reminded me when I was looking at the Joe Fresh, because apparently you could make it on NB1, and they pulled some of the colors. Yeah, that, I think not...
2: that was, uh, Dave, I think that was one of Mike's friends there. Um, I can't remember his name. Was this recent, Josh, or was this like...
3: I'm not sure. Maybe we don't want to say his name. I don't know. It just yeah, I don't want to name like... either, but...
0: But that's that's you can, back. You can that, just
3: that. go on Nike ID and make the shoe for yourself. It, you know, 200 bucks for the shoe. Yep. You could do the same thing with the NB1. It, it the color blocking is really great. and I do feel like it was a new direction that we hadn't really seen on the NB1. They're mostly like one or two colors to throw three or four or five colors on there and even like the bright blue laces it brought the NB or sorry the 992 it brought it into like a new look. It, did something
0: fresh with it but i think that's part of the the purists don't like that that you could have just created that shoe and that to me i that's where i hear the hate for joe joe Freshgood is that i could have done that but that's the same hate when i bring up the the clark kent 998 oh that's that's one step away from an mb1 and you're just like yeah but he did it (laughs) like he did it so you know why are we hating like why are we angry about it and you got some you got some hardcore new balance folks that will speak very illy of both of those shoes and you're just like why like I think
1: <clears throat> I think people I think people were really upset about Joe Fresh too because there was there wasn't enough time for people to really jump on the 992 mb one it was on there for like a month or two before yep. it ended up getting before they ended up shutting down and so like there was all this anticipation for you know, NB1 and the 992 to hit NB1 and then it shut down. And then so you're either stuck getting, you know, gray, tan, um, Navy. Navy. Um, and I think
3: which is like a lot of collabs in the last little while.
1: Yeah. And then collabs. And then that's pretty (laughs) much, that's pretty much what you were stuck with for like the, the first two quarters of the year. And so like people were kind of upset about it like and I and I get it like I feel the same way I'm kind of like all right if you're not going to give me access to the collaborations if I'm not going to be able to get in there then at least give me some way to purchase something unique on my own and and I think that ability wasn't there you know for a lot of the year for the whole you know for most of the year actually you know so that's that's our fault
2: disappointing Dave, that's our fault. We should have gone to All-Star Weekend. We would have gotten a pair. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I I think I was actually in Hawaii the weekend, the week that the Joe Fresh goods dropped. So I had, like, no shot. Like, there was just...
2: I couldn't yeah. get a pair even if I wanted a pair, you know? What's um, that shoe now? 2K?
0: It's you up can there. get them for, like, 12, I think. And I wear 9 like you do, Paula, so you can get them for, like, 12. <laughs> okay. Not bad. <laughs> this has been a weird year. I feel like there's more shoes in the last year
3: than in the history of sneakers that have surpassed $1,000. This is off topic, but I just feel like so many dunks are plus a 1000 plus. It was like huge grails before, five years ago, three, four years ago, were a $1,000 If that. Now there's like every other collab it's seems. Even New Balance, like $1,000 New Balance is unheard of a couple of years ago. Yep.
0: I yeah, think that could be got the part kindies. of their their downturn, though. To be honest with you, like you know, sneakers in general. And if I could, you know, where I started is where many other people started. I started with the four, the Jordan four, you know. And go back to those times. I'm a kid of the '80s. Like, how many options did you really have? Yeah, I know you had a lot of options, but the local uh, Foot Locker by my house didn't have a million different options. Mm-hmm. So you picked the freshest, you picked the coolest, and then you rocked it. And you didn't care if it was comfortable or not, right? And to me now, this oversaturation of the market, like I got back into it and I've hit Dave up about it before about my thinning of my herd. It's because I got too much stuff. And like, there's just too many colorways. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a Jordan 1 hater, but I got rid of all my Jordans because I'm like, man, how many colorways can you come up with the, the Jordan 1? And I feel like New Balance, if, if they're going to continue to do that, they're not going to exist either because people... Are getting eared like I don't like all of these options. Like, see, I don't... see, I think what makes New Balance
2: strong right now is the fact that they're coming out with new silhouettes, and we're and we're liking them. I mean, a few years ago, the X ninety, what's that? Two years ago, that came out. I think that's a great shoe. I really do. And it's dead. You know, it's an awesome shoe. It's still very relevant. I think. I mean, I don't see people post it as much, but. I think it's a great shoe. It's an awesome shoe. Yeah, that's what the, is that the size club? No, this is this is uh, uh the Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year, yeah. Like that shoe to me was, I think I think that came like two or three two years ago. I think. Yeah, I thought that was the best new silhouette of the year. It was but, amazing.
1: It was amazing, and then they killed it though, and so they killed it off. And so like the question that I always that I find myself coming back to with New Balance is okay, all the new stuff, like people really like it. People really like the new stuff, right? So, but do they like it because they like it or do they like it because the market is telling them that that's that's, that's the thing to like? Because, and this is the thing, we got two great 997s this year. Todd Snyder dropped a 997 yep. in May and then he dropped another one at Christmas and they both sat for a week because I got mine a few days after the release. Cause I like, you know, waffled on them a bit and then I grabbed them both and they were both amazing both great quality, but no one was, no one was wearing them. No one was thinking about 997s outside of like, you know, us New Balance people. So my question is like, is it really like, I think the 327 is a cool shoe but is it going to stand the test of time or is it going to be a boost shoe like you said like you said is it going to be like boost was you know where everyone's crazy about it but then two years from now it's it's you know it's dead because they're sitting right now on New Balance right so they they brought they brought the the GRs back and they're just sitting there cuz they they were there you know right before christmas and they're still there and my size is still there so that's how you know that like you know there's something going on so now i'm kind of questioning is the 327, like, you know, all it's hyped up to be?
3: I think you have... It's maybe like the, the New Balance equivalent of a6 Gel Mai that came back. It was like this weird ninety seven ninety eight shoe. Super wacky. Like, it's not for everyone. And they did a handful of collabs, and then the shoe disappeared, and now no one wants it, of course. I think you have a... Group I feel of- like the 327 might disappear in a couple months. And people be like, oh yeah, that's you, the
0: 327. I think you have a group of people that it's where the hype is attached to though, right? You, you start the hype, of last year starts with the 992, right? And then you have these people that are, are trying to recapture that magic of that on different canvases. And something I am noticing on the resale market because I, I don't always get a, a, a nice little retail price, um, is that you got some of these resellers catching bricks on on some of these new balances. You know, because they don't know what is or what isn't, or what New Balance culture is going to buy these certain things. And so, when you have those hype beasts out there with the JJJ 992s and the, you know, uh, the ALD with the 997s, okay, those those hit. But there's also some that aren't hitting. And like Dave, you bring up, and you're the one you caused me to go buy that Todd Snyder. Thank you, I love that shoe. That that Christmas one, that's that's on point. That's a badass shoe. But I. I don't think they know what is what we want, right? And the the people that are interested more in the classic nine nine eights, nine nine 990s, you know, they're trying and they're throwing stuff, you know. Oh, I, this one, like the cut, the um, the the Kawhis, right? How it, can you? Any of y'all ever did y'all get the championship nine ninety, or the nine nine seven? Like, but that, they're still on the site, I think, too. You know, and I, I'm talking about the the actual the Raptors color ones, like oh no, the yeah, nine nine seven. Yeah. Yeah. But like people don't know where, I mean, people, the resellers, the resellers don't know which one to go after. And so you're going to find some like the Todd, Todd Snyder that just sat there because they don't even know what that is. And they don't know that Todd Snyder has been doing these collabs, right? You yeah, know, the, the, Hudson, the Hudson stations and all that. They don't know that. And so they don't know who to go after and which one to buy because who when they do figure it out, they push that price up. And then they cause people like me to sit there and be like, well, I guess I'm not getting that one. So I mean the three two seven.
2: So we're in the northeast, Dave. So I kind of look at that shoe as a summer shoe. Yeah. I don't really wear. I'm not going to wear that in the winter. I'm just not going to. So maybe it's a summer shoe. I don't know. Um, but I don't think it's going to. I mean, I think it's going to be gone basically. Um, you know, going to your on the on the JJs. That shoe. I don't understand what the big deal is about that shoe. I really don't. It's not a big deal. The 992, to me, is like, I agree
3: completely.
2: it's so overhyped, it's ridiculous.
3: Like, for it what? It could have been a general release. I think it's one of those shoes where it's like, throw a name on it, the right model. It's a nice looking shoe, but, but like, I, I don't I, get it either. But
2: I had, I had never even heard of that shop or, or, you know what I mean, or that brand. So, like, it re- it's really not relevant to me, you know? And anybody who says it is, is lying, because I would say 5% of the people have heard about that place.
1: Yeah, I mean I knew I knew who Jound was. And I mean, I was a I wasn't a big fan. I wasn't like chasing their releases. They had done some stuff with Reebok and um a few other brands. Um, but the reason the only reason I liked the nine nine two that they released was because I I like green shoes and I wanted a green nine nine two. And like the minute it became more than that is the minute that I was like, all right, well so much for that like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal like because i think the blue the blue 992 came out a few months ago and then i was like all right i'm just gonna get blue like you know and and 992s are even sitting like i i I picked up a pair the other day and it was just you know they're just sitting at like new balance stores and you know i call one up hey you have this in a 13 sure and like that's crazy to me now you know considering where we are so um i don't know if like if ALD is not doing the shoe or if someone's not collaborating, is it really going to start hitting? Cause I think like Garrett, like you said, you know, people are catching bricks and <laughs> like, if they're not selling, if they're not flipping it like immediately or, or soon, then I think that is starting to really like change the market for, for a new balance. Um, And so like, you know, for me, I think I really want to just see the, the traditional players. Like I like Todd Snyder, I like J Crew, I like Concepts, um, and I want to see them in the game. You know, making making collaborations um, without me having to worry about like being able to get them.
0: And I think you add some other guys in there that it's not as hyped. You know, like Stray Rats out of Miami. Like I, I got both of those pairs of nine nineties, and they're awesome. Like they just are, uh, especially the black one, the the black with the uh, with the That's orange open. laces. Like, those are awesome. Like, those are amazing shoes. But they're affordable, and you can find them, and you can get them. And I hear you all, East Coast folks, you know, your availability to pick it up. If I go into the local the local Dallas store, I can't get a 992. They don't even – I know they tier those stores, right? And so, you know, you were talking, Paulo, uh, you were talking about the 993s. Oh, you can go into uh, the, the – what do they call those? The, the outlet? The, the outlets, man. That's yep. nothing but 993s and the outlets. And that's yep. what I was like. How rare could these be? Like, you know. But it, I think, unfortunate. Yeah, we're 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 fighting with the bots now, right? And I think, you know, us that came from Nike, which was me, uh, and I'm aware of how awful sneakers app is and all that. You know, that's who you're fighting with now. You're fighting with these kids that they just want to flip it. And when they, they, they hear about a name, they're gonna chase that name and including Jaden Smith, which I, I don't get it, but whatever. Um
1: I'm not gonna those either. ones
0: get hyped, I feel like no one cared. No, they sold out they, they sold out. Yeah, they
1: dropped the blue really? dropped yeah. the black and the white ones, I think Monday yeah. or Tuesday, and they were gone.
3: Yeah. Gone. Not even on my radar. That that soul is so awful, I don't get it. it looks it's like a different bad whatever. Or
0: <laughs> I'm confused about it. It looks like a sailboat, you know, but, you know, I, I think part of the community and, and why I appreciate New Balance community in general is that you all talk about stuff. You know, I learned from, you know, watching say David's thing here. And I, I talk to other people in the community that will hit you to what is what, and they keep it real with you. And like, you know, I picked up that pot of nine, nine, uh, nine, nine, uh And uh, because Robert said to, <laughs> he said that was the best shoe of, of 2020 right and he was right and i you know i was like okay i'll take a shot on this and it was at a level that the hype beasts weren't going after it and so you could get it but then once now it became look at that 991 now that's so it it kills my soul like i I want that shoe but i don't want to pay i saw 700 on StockX for what for the 992 potter like i'm like ah come on now
2: Nice shoe, Um, but oh
0: yeah, yeah. No, but it's but that's what you're gonna get. You get pushed out because certain, again, hype beasts, you know, they they saw how good the 920 was, and then they're like, okay, let me chase this 991, and you couldn't get it. And I'm not gonna try to get something at like midnight or whenever it was that it dropped, because it, you know, it dropped in what the Netherlands or whatever.
2: Yeah. See, see, I mean, New Balance. I'm not gonna change. I don't want to change the subject, but one of the important things about New Balance is the customer service is huge impeccable you know i mean uh, a few years ago i bought um i can't remember when it came out the the ronnie feig you know they had the detachable ends the 574 sport yeah i did a video i remember on youtube of it and it was just like a horrible like made in asia but they were shit was just that horrible pair glue every you know really bad and Somebody I was at New Balance was no longer there now. Um, reached out to me, and then, you know, and then Tim took care of me. Dave, and this I had bought this from Kith. I didn't bought it, I didn't buy it from New Balance. Mm-hmm. They sent me a new pair. They didn't even ask for the other pair. They sent me a new pair. And they're like, here you go. So, you know, and then I they ended up gifting me the the Hyannis, uh pair. So it you know, and I got a concept pair too. They they hooked them up. See what? Um, but to me that's um, that's kind of always left kind of a really important kind of affinity and like relationship that I have with the brands versus you know, versus uh, I don't gonna, gonna bring up their name because of the Ness, where you know, I show them what's wrong with the shoe and there's scratches on the shoe and they say, Oh, does like, that gives it a nice touch, doesn't it? I'm like, no man, it doesn't. It does not. So And I'm still going to give them a chance again, Dave. Don't worry. I know you love them, but I'm going to give them another chance. But, you know, um, I think that's important. I mean, Nike end of the day, when you are buying stuff from them, you're just another consumer. You know, Nike is a glorified, they're a marketing firm. They know what they're doing. They're a marketing firm. New Balance, on the other hand, is kind of, and I don't know what the roots are for you guys with New Balance, I know as a, as a younger guy, I did have some because they were, I lived in Boston area and they were cheap, cheap to get the, they there. The outlets and the factories are right there. So you could get, you know, a pair of five, seven, fours four. or, yep. and I, and I hate that shoe. I, I always hated that shoe, but because of how I grew up, it was kind of like, well, this shoe is only 30 bucks for you kids at the outlet. So this is what you're going to get. Yep. Um, and I hated that shoe. And I still hate the five, seven, four. I do not like that shoe. Me either. Um, but you know, so you kind of grow to like like a brand for different reasons. I wanna I wanna talk about
1: um MB Rewards and I know like the last the last episode we did, we talked about Ronnie and his like loyalty program, but I wanted to talk about like NB Rewards and their program. Um because I like it. Like I really like the fact that they will give you like you know, you spend, you know, $100, they'll give you $5 off your next purchase if you want. You know, you spend $1,000 or whatever, you get access to all this stuff. And I've gotten like free 990s, um, you know, free MB1, uh, things like that. But it seems like it's kind of fallen off with the rewards. And then also, like, I feel like there's a missed opportunity to sort of keep the, the like, hardcore new balance people happy by like giving them special access through through mb rewards and um rumor has it that they might shift that but i'm i'm curious like how do you guys use it are you guys like into it um for me it's a big deal like i gotta keep my gold status every year so like i'm every year i'm like all right where am i at okay i got i'm still gold like whatever or like I'm, I'm trying to get $20 off this this next release or this next GR or whatever. Um, but it does suck that like you can't get collaborations off of it, like really. Um, I think the only thing that I got off of there was the Stray Rats, 990. They did like a shock drop one one morning and I got on and they had a 12 and I like bought it. It didn't fit me. And I ended up like just selling it to somebody else for retail. But um, that was the only That's been the only collaboration I've been able to hit on. And I'm just curious how you guys feel about it.
0: I use it. Um, Luckily, uh, my plug (laughs) works for New Balance. And so when I get rung up, I get rung up through New Balance. And he uses my account and he's got my credit card and he sends it to me, you know. And so, you know, to me, and I I think Paulo hit hit the nail on the head with, you know, coming over from if you will, from Nike, like I didn't expect anything. And so me getting an additional bonus, you know, $10 off here, you know, I just picked up some 990s for my four-year-old and I got a $20 off, you know, that's cool to me. Like, I think that I respect that. I do believe exactly what you're saying. I think some of us that buy so much stuff, yeah, we should be getting a little bit of an extra, you know, uh, availability. Like, you know, these, these Levi 992s that are coming out. I like it. I would love to be somebody from from New Balance to ask me, do you want these shoes before they release? That would be cool. You know, that to me, that's respect. But at the same time, the same guy that's hooking me up works for New Balance.
3: haven't yet bought anything on New Balance website, I don't think. All the pairs I have, I bought secondhand. This last year, I picked up all three concepts, 997. Those are like the 997 is probably my favorite model from New Balance, so... I think those are my three favorite New Balance pairs. Other than that, I bought like some 327s. I got a pair gifted to me. I won like an Instagram contest, which is apparently possible. They always seem impossible, but I got a 996 that way. Not one I would have bought anyway, in all honesty, but I won it. And they're crazy comfy. They're like a gray. It's a no-native collab. They're just like light gray. They look kind of vintage. It's kind of a neat collab. The story behind it's cool. I, I do, kind of on that NB Rewards thing, I, I do think that that's a great program. It's like a punch card for buying sneakers and, you know, people like us who buy more than the average person, you know, I do feel like there is benefit to that reward. That's great. There should be more of that, really. In all honesty, those regular customers. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I, I use it as much as I can. Um, I tend to before looking at like websites, you know, for regular boutiques, I, I go to New Balance first to see what they have um, just because of the, the points factor. And then the other interesting part about it is that um, what's that new model that came out recently? I really like it. It's kind of a hybrid. Um, the 5740. Oh, yeah. So I kind of like that. I haven't bought it yet, but. Here's an interesting fact for you. Is like, so I was gonna get it from Concepts, then I didn't buy it. Then I went to the New Balance site. So on the New Balance site, it's about twenty dollars cheaper. So Concepts is getting one twenty for that shoe, and New Balance is charging one hundred. Um, haven't bought it yet, but obviously I would go there first with the rewards. And I agree. I think. You think about some of the shoes this year that the people that are actually using the loyalty rewards uh if I had gotten access to the Joe Fresh goods I would have bought those in heartbeat or even the 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 sleeve uh what's his name the leggy Yes, yeah, like, yeah I would have bought those too I love that shoe yeah and I think resale's creeping up on those again too so it's like well I'm probably out on I'm probably out on that even though I think that model I think that model shoe I think the best one that came out was that cream colorway you have them i know but they didn't they didn't have them in my size i looked on that site when they came out and i was so upset about it it's a really good it's a really great color really great color um so if they started doing that that'd be awesome with the i mean the ronnie loyalty program he's i've gotten emails with new balance stuff before from him which is nice hooked up uh then the chin with the uh, United Arrows pair, you know, retail. I didn't like gouge friends. So, you know, maybe he'll return the favor someday. Um, but because that shoe was awesome. But I was like, he wants it more than I do. And this is a nine and a half. But although a nine and a half probably would have fit me now with my fat feet. So, um, but I think that'd be really cool if they did that. Um, I'm not sure. Um, if they will, that'd be awesome. If they gave us, like, if they emailed us, like, a special link for the people that are actually buying through their site, mm-hmm. the loyalty aspect of it. Garrett, like you, I have somebody at New Balance. I have a few people at New Balance, and I don't usually ask for the discount, um, the employee discount. Mm-hmm. I do it once a year, maybe, for a shoe. That's it. I don't do it every time. <laughs> You're saying you can do it? Uh, I, 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 just, can't, I, I, I can't. Haven't I haven't done it. <laughs> I, I, I can do it. I've done it. Um, where I think I think they get like thirty or forty percent off, yeah. boys. Um, I bought those uh, the heroes last year. The, like that that hiking kind of shoe that with the Vibram soles on them and stuff, Dave. I don't think you've seen me wear those. Um, Is it the
1: one that has like the eight hundred five colorway that came in like the eight hundred five colorway with the blue th- and the white? No, it's
2: the yellow pair.
1: It's got oh, the yellow yeah, upper. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like awesome shoe. It's great yeah. for like. It's a it's a trail running shoe, but it's like it's a great shoe to like if you're going out for a hike and stuff like that. But that's the other thing is like how many people are actually buying the other stuff that New Balance has to offer. You know what I mean? How many people are diving in and buying a shoe like that or like a regular running shoe or a workout shoe? You know what I mean? There aren't many people, I don't think. But I, again, you know, we're New Balance purists, so so it's different.
0: I actually picked up a pair of uh, what are those called? They're like trail uh fresh foam hero fives or something i went to the yeah grand that's I got. Yeah. i went to the grand canyon and i'm not getting my suede wet so uh, <laughs> my wife was like why don't you just wear a pair of you got like 10 pairs of 990s why don't you wear those i was like no no i'll, I'll go buy these shoes that are designed for this <laughs> and then i won't care it'll be great yeah and it was yeah
1: so looking back historically um concepts or Ronnie and Paulo I already
2: know what your answer is. That shit's easy man. That's so easy. That's not even it's I don't think it's close. I people like to think it's closer than it is, but if you think about so I think Ronnie's done more shoes, right?
1: Yeah, because he's released more shoes at once than Concepts
2: so, does one at a time. So more quantities. Ron's got more quantity. Yeah. But quantity doesn't always be quality. So, you know, if you look at Concepts stuff, uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen the the first uh, Concepts New Balance collab. Yeah. Wacky colors. Pretty cool shoe. Is it the, um, yellow, the yellow and the blue? Yep, yep. It, kind of an interesting shoe. Um even the, um, the Freedom Trail shoes, I think that shoe is an awesome shoe. Yeah. The 1500, I think. I think it's the 1500. Is that also, the brown one? Yep. Yeah.
1: They,
2: they also have a hiking boot for it. Yeah. So then you have, you know, you have the C-Notes, the, the Tannery. I think the Tannery is the best shoe ever from them. But that's my personal opinion. Um, you know, another shoe that I think gets no credit is the Seals. I think the Seals are a phenomenal shoe. If you don't have a pair, buy a pair. Those things are like you can beat the hell out of them. And they just keep ticking. Um Rosé's speaking themselves. Um, uh, what's the other one there? Lux goods. Yeah, luxury goods. I think I actually like the luxury goods better than the roses. Yeah. And people want to kill me for that, but I actually think it's a better pair. Those are cool too, Josh. But the Boston pair is still better. Um, just cause Just cause it's Boston Just cause, uh, just cause it's Boston Just cause they did the, the colors hit right That rust color in the back Is the warning track at Fenway Yeah
1: um,
2: it is But then there's other shoes that people don't give enough love to I mean there's You know um The, the, Trails, the Trails Busters The Mallard Ducks Which that Mallards weren't actually a collab either They were An exclusive to concepts Um yep thank the you Boston, the, <laughs> the, the you got it the Boston Marathons uh 998s as well which I couldn't get those either and they only made 96 pairs I was I was on vacation but I didn't envy one of that same shoe yeah besides the the back it's not black I did like I think I did a blue instead but yeah I mean they don't have as many as Ronnie but I think concept is better than Ronnie no questions
3: about New Balance, that they're the kings of New Balance. There's nobody better. I think, I think when I, mean, I, think, I think about the two Ronnie and Kip, or Ronnie and Concepts uh, New Balance collabs, I, I more immediately remember the Concepts one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why that is. They just, like, you know, the nine they've done and the nine nine seven just really stand out strong to me.
2: I mean, if, if we were talking about Asics, we would say Ronnie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would say that, too. Cause that think? resonates, that resonates more with me too. You know, the Ronnie. Asics.
3: Yeah. Speaking specifically to New Balance, I, I agree. I think A6 is, is a different story. Probably other brands is a different story too, but Contest you know, has kind of dominated New Balance collabs.
2: You know, there, 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 was, there was a shoe today that I saw. Um, I think Obscure put it up on his Instagram and it was the 580. The 580 is underappreciated shoe. Um, I love that shoe. The New Balance 580. Model. I don't know if you guys own any. I think it's a great shoe. Um, it was uh, Shoe Gallery did a collab years ago. This really bright blue Shoe Gallery. I think it's in Miami.
3: Really bright,
2: it. right? Really bright blue shoe. Um, I never got those. Ronnie has life.
3: two of those as well. I think he has a red and a blue one, and they're both really cool. It's yeah. a me silhouette. Yeah, and I really wanted, I didn't get
2: that shoe, but that, that shoe, like I saw today, I'm like, that 580 model is such a good model. They did a, a pack, it was like the barbershop pack, I had the red pair.
0: It's the materials big. were kind of weak on it. I had the 580 and I sold it, the The one from Miami one you're talking about. Yeah. It. To me, it felt more like it was designed for like somebody that was like a bike messenger, like that, that kind of, it was designed to tear up, like it was designed to get it scraped up and there wasn't a lot of suede on it. Yeah so but I mean at the end of
2: the day um, are we re- are we really wearing the shoes because of the materials I don't think so I've had this argument before and I'll continue to have it the materials yes they're important but they're not the most important it's a silhouette
1: I would say depending on the price point depending on the price point that really makes a big difference to me like if you know like I think people complained about, so people complained about the, the Todd Snyder and said that it was, well, oh, it's $220 or, Oh, it's, you know, it's, it's so much money. And I'm like, that's what they all, all nine, nine, seven, they always they all are. Cost. They all cost that. Like, so for me, I think it's, um, it's about materials. Right. So like, if you, if you give me a nine, nine, seven and it's $160, okay, you know, like, like, you could put whatever you want on it, or, you, you know, I think that's what they tried to do when they did the, the, uh, the 997H, right, so, like, the, the materials aren't, aren't great on that shoe, I yeah. had a great pair, I just beat them, you know, I just wear them, you know, whenever there's snow or stuff, but, like, for me, I think materials is a big deal if, if the price point is above, like, 100, $160, $180, like, um, You know, like that's one of the reasons why I think I'm I'm not really big on the Jordans or big on Nike's because you know who's going to pay 180 for a shoe that's not going to give me premium materials when I can get one for for that
2: price. You know, people do it. People do it. And, I mean, I'm, I know we, they do. <laughs> we've had this argument before in the, of the group chat um, where somebody complained about the 220 price tag, and I'm like it's been that price for a while yeah. the luxury goods the roses were all 220 yeah 230 240 whatever it's nothing new
1: yeah
2: we're used to that so they haven't done what nike's done they haven't bumped up the prices i mean in some cases they do but like the, an example i give you and i have i would love to go get them right now the the horween um 997s i have the blue ones that were $395 when they came up, but I got them for free um, through the new balance uh, thing. I had to do with them. Um, I can't find shoelaces. Somebody has got to find me shoelaces for these things. I need new shoelaces, but that shoes holding up strong and it's aging really well. I put some polish on those. They're great. Would I have paid almost 400 bucks for that shoe? Probably not. But the, the materials are worth it. They are. It's like a, that shoe just aging. I wore that shoe through winters for like five years now, and it still looks beautiful. I just polish it, looks great. So, yeah, materials are important, but at the end of the day, we could have a shoe that's full of awesome materials, but we don't like the silhouette.
0: So, then what do you do? You don't wear it. Yeah. So, I would add, going back to your original question, David, the whole concept about what's better, concepts or running bike. To me, not only you're talking about materials, the story, I think concepts are better storytellers. And honestly, what got me, you know, probably back into really running runners hardcore was when like Saucony did the hamburgers, right? Like that's, that's probably, you know, don't tell all the New Balance people. That's probably my favorite shoe. Like it's like, cause it's, it is what it is. You, You When you look at that shoe, you're like, man, that's a hamburger but done in a, like in an amazing way when the laces are like the, the color of the onions, you know, like, I think that shoe is great, but I think what drew me back, you know, on the other side, as far as New Balance and, and concepts, not just because we're with the, with the concepts Homer here is that their storytelling is amazing. Like, uh, you know, uh, Frank the butcher with, with Kennedy and, you know, yes. Dion and what they have done with, you know shoe after shoe after shoe you can see it like you know he's talking about Fenway and the color of the dirt and like you can see it when you start looking at it and you're like wow even you know when you get into some shoes that I had the seal I I understand but I I sold it I'm not gonna lie Um, I I didn't like it as much as I I like a few other of of their their shoes but again that story that they tell like I, I think Ronnie feels like he's just selling something and yeah, I think early Ronnie, like when you get like the, the the 850 Brooklyn Bridges, like that's an amazing shoe. Like that's a I I've, I've walked across the Brooklyn Bridge, and I understand like where he got some of the color concepts and things like that from. But I think most of the stuff, like what's the story behind the the Kipmas? that you wanted to get paid? <laughs> so like, all right, so that's that's funny you brought up that shoe, the the 850.
2: I absolutely hate that shoe. I don't understand well, why it's a big deal. That shoe is trash to me.
0: You don't like um, the pillow? The pillow? The pillow? Uh, ah, the, man. I don't I like, like that shoe at all.
2: I think that shoe looks so bad on feet. It's such a bad shoe, I think. But again, to each their own. I prefer the other one that he did. Uh, was that the same time? Was that Does the same one the park? Yeah, did that come out at the same time? I think it did because he did like the five, didn't yeah, you like five burrows or something. The Central, Central Park to me is, a, is an amazing shoe. Not comfortable. The but it's a great
0: shoe. Is that the maroon one? Yeah, yeah. The it has like a like a tree on it or something.
1: It's it got has like a, a leaf it has or something. Leaf right? on the
0: tongue. Five thirty. Was it on the five
2: thirty? I think it was a five thirty. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not against that concept, I, and uh, but I I think that's when he was coming up and I think maybe that's the difference in the trajectory of say concepts concepts is still putting it, you know, putting out the story. Even when you were talking about the three twenty seven earlier, the only one that I thought about buying was that concepts because I could see the cranberries, right. I could see yeah. the water. Like I could, you know, I've seen the ocean spray commercial, I, you know, I understood. And I thought that was really cool. Um, they're still trying, Ronnie's not trying, he's got too much going on, you know, and I don't know how many other, uh, different things y'all listen to but i was listening to him on complex i think it's just changed his course like he's in a different part of his life than than other people are i
2: think they're both just different brands really if you think about it you know what i mean um concepts is the we want to do shit the way we want to do it um and we're going to do it that way um where ronnie is kind of like hate to say it but i think at this point it's kind of push product push product push product out and i think he's kind of like i said on the on the, the podcast that we talked about, Ronnie Dave, he's kind of pushed away from the collaboration aspect of it and trying just to build his own brand uh, rather than depending on the different manufacturers, different producers of the shoes, which is fine. Where you have an ALD that's kind of going, I don't, they're not going to reverse, they're sticking to their brand, but they do collabs here and there. So,
3: Comparatively concepts is talking about some of their collabs on a video and they they lose money sometimes like they put so much effort into the boxes the packaging for people who come in store yep. i don't know if you guys saw that video Them yeah, talking think- about the log chairs and the crazy boxes they have it's like yeah the and and- yeah yeah it's wild. and it's like that effort that level of effort you know the shoe would sell regardless but going that extra mile like that that's true storytelling
2: yeah, I mean,
1: know,
3: Dion and Dion
2: and Tarek, Dion and Tarek have told me before years ago that the cost on those boxes is ridiculous. On some of those boxes to make, and it, it costs quite a bit of money, and the margins aren't there. But they understand business, and that's part of cost of doing business. Presentation, right? I mean, we all look at things in that fashion. If you see something, you know, uh, more so now even with the different products that are offered, beer, for example, like. You know not this isn't a good example of one, but like there, there are certain beers. I see the packaging. I'm like, wow, I might buy that because it looks good.
0: You know, but is that a difference in isn't isn't Dion? Isn't that his deal? Like, isn't that a shtick that he's a marketing guy? Like he, you know, I've heard him speak about those boxes in the sense that like he wants to build that story and he wants, you know, he wants you to know that that's who they are. I think his title is
2: I think his title is creative director, so it's kind of like. You know, when you think about that title, are you a marketing guy? I think you are, in some cases, but you're also a creator, right? Um, yeah. Right? So, I mean, you know, market I'm a marketing person too, but I think all good marketing people come from sales backgrounds to begin with. Yeah. You know? But, but, like, I think, I think
1: from from the standpoint of like, you know, Ronnie being a product guy and then Dion being a product guy, I think Dion is. You know, Ronnie's like, I'm going to try to create this this product that feels special. Um, but I think Dion is like, I want you to feel X way. And this yeah. is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it with this. I'm looking at this thing that really moves me. And here's how I'm going to impress upon you, impress that upon you with this shoe. Right. Like Ronnie is like, I'm just going to create this really cool, clean, crisp, thing that I'm going to deliver to you. And you're going to go, wow, when you open it, but it's not going to, you know, that feeling is great for that moment. But I think, you know, every time I look at the S I have like a whole, there's like, you know, 10 different things floating through my mind. I'm thinking about no, no, and that I'm thinking about Faith, Ruth.
2: I'm that shoe is right so me. good. That
1: shoe, that shoe is so good. You know? <laughs> so, so I think, I think, I think they're both, they're both trying to say something. I think Ronnie, like you said, he's he's thinking about 10 different things, whereas like Dion is just like, okay, like I have to make, you know, I like this thing. This thing inspired me. I want to put that on a shoe. I want to make a shoe about that. How do I do that? Like, what do we do to get that done? And he's not thinking about like, how do I string this together so I can sell this collection or how do I like, you know, create the perfect color palette so that like. I can put four T's together and three other shoes together. He's just thinking about that one thing, which I think is a lot easier and a lot, you know, it's a lot better to have that focus on that singular item and put like all into that rather than, Hey, I'm going to put out three, three shoes or 30 shoes (laughs) that are all like, you know, very simplistic.
3: I do think Ronnie has a history of great storytelling though. Like, there are certain pairs that I've been drawn to more because of the story behind it when reading his own write-ups on the mid-leaf. I think that's a great looking shoe, but it's a little, it's almost too simple for something I would normally go for, but hearing kind of the story behind it and his own nostalgia and experience um, was was pretty powerful. I think that, I think a good story, we said this before, it can take a good collab kind of to the next level, but mm-hmm. I, I'm more familiar with running basic stuff, of course, I think, like, maybe if we're talking five years ago or more, there was more story. There was more of that. Now it seems like it is just more quantity. And mm-hmm. maybe it is, like, yeah, making something look good, which isn't always bad, but where's that extra layer to it, you know, that we almost expect from a collab nowadays? Or want? we just want it, maybe? Or, you know?
2: Did Dave, did you talk about... um the whole new balance like movement thus far like uh i think that was one of the discussion points we are supposed to talk about the um why they're doing well what? why do you think they're doing well yeah i mean one of the questions that i had written um just for us
1: to sort of like chew on real quick was um obviously they're they're on the upswing right so like you know, all these, I think all the articles that I sent you guys were, you know, talking about how they were brand of the year, or how their collabs were, like, you know, top five, or, you know, whatever it is, um, and so, like, I know we talked about Joe Fresh Goods, and how he just sort of came out of the gate, and just, like, sparked this whole, like, wave of 992s, nine nine um, we talked about ALD, sort of, um, with their 997 and then the 990 and then the 990 v2 um are those do those two collaborations those two brands sort of like are they are they why new balance is on the upswing or is it just them doing like great things
2: or is there something else i don't know i honestly i think that stuff was going on before that happened um i kind of want to go back and look at the, the year of the x90 again because I think it kind of started there I really do think it started kind of at that point that was probably two years ago maybe is that um yeah. probably two years ago 2018 maybe 2019
1: yeah
2: I really think it started there and, I, and again we're not don't know like who they hired or whatever but I think you know I think they looked at their you know is quite responsible he might be. You know, is Quiet is Leonard responsible? He might be. I don't know. Hard to say. Um, I think he helped. Is Justin Bieber responsible? Could be. But you, you know another guy that wears a lot of New Balance? John Mayer. I don't know if you guys knew that. John Mayer wears a lot. Buys a lot of concept stuff. He always buys stuff
0: from there. New England. Um, new England guy. That's why. I yeah,
3: add, well, um, I didn't know that.
0: Little Yachty. Uh, not that I think he's, you know, whatever but i've seen little yadi on a lot of things and he he continuously stresses that you know his first pair of shoes were five seven fours for the reasons yeah. that it was many people's five seven fours yeah and he in part make you know anytime he's given an opportunity he speaks to new balance like every time and you know these a lot of these kids whether it's justin bieber or or whoever they're listening and they're, they're getting their style from that and if they can you know, wear something that, you know, maybe sets themselves apart because we do live in a society now, of you know, especially with Twitter and Instagram and all that, that is look at me, look at me. So, you know, these people that they're trying to emulate are now saying that New Balance is cool. And maybe at one point it was more affordable. You know, I can, I'm sure all of us have been on those different websites. I bought a lot of stuff, my stuff from eBay. And you know people are, are blown away when I pull out the nine nine the nine 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 the camos, and I'm like, man, I bought those for like fifty bucks. On the the duck, eBay. You, have, you have the duck camos? Yeah. Yo, that shoe is fire. It's bonkers. But you I know how many people? Show? How many people like hit me up in my yep. DMs for my camos? And I'm like, I'm sorry that you joined it, this this whole wave late. And, now, those, like that, and those went on sale, too, when they came out, like, a month ago. I copped them for, like, 50 bucks, And then I got, like, the 997 camos. People talk about those every time that I post them or yep. whatever. Man, when are you going to let me have those 997 camos, man? Never. because But I bought them for, like, nothing. And the yep. point being is that, you know, like like we know, supply and demand. And part of the supply and the demand is this hype. There's a hype and there's this a group of people, these influencers that think it's cool. And, you know, you can say whatever you wanna say about it, Jaden Smith, but how many followers does he have on Instagram? Like, that's what's selling now. Part of this community, part of how I'm sitting before you is I check out all of y'all stuff, right? And I see it if I like it, you know? And like I said earlier with the, with the, with the uh, Todd Snyder uh, 997, completely bought it because they posted it on his Instagram. A million percent. Like I was just like, wow, because he got real close and I could see the materials because I am a material guy. But I think all these hype beasts are driving up the cost and it's pushing. I mean, it. I'm kind of losing steam, to be honest. And I've been a sneakerhead since 1988 and I'm, I'm losing steam because, again, there's too much product. And the stuff that I want is getting priced out because, you know, people can't buy the 992 Joe Fresh goods. So they're going to start looking maybe at the 997s. Maybe they're going to start looking at the 998s. And that's my wheelhouse. 998 is my favorite silhouette. And so now I'm getting priced out. And even like that, I, I bought, uh, I got a good price on the kit 998, um, which I think is a great shoe. Unfortunately, inconsistency with sizing, uh, it was about a half size too big. you know, And I had to get rid of that. But my point being is all these people that are saying that it's cool, like people are listening. And when you're being priced out of, uh, earlier we were talking about, um, the SB market, for example, yeah, how many people are getting priced out of the SB market? People are Jordans are expensive to begin with. You know, I remember my mom buying me a, a pair of Jordans in eighty, yeah, eighty-eight, the fire reds, and she was like a hundred dollars, and I was like, I guess, <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, you know,
2: but that's a very similar story to my my Jordan story too. I mean, very similar.
0: Yeah, and I think in. Yeah, one of, one of, Dave, your questions was talking about what drew you to New Balance. Oh, well, one thing, I'm old, right? Like being 41, like I, I care about comfort. And I think when we all started, you know, I, I come from a, I've heard this story told a million times, your mom, your dad, whoever would buy you one pair of shoes, right? And they're to they last all year long. Well, yeah. if you ran those into the ground, can you tell me how they felt? Can you tell me like, were they comfortable? Well, I can tell you Jordan's weren't because they were built for basketball. They weren't built for me walking around all day. But I wasn't going to complain to my mom, because she was like, there's your one pair. And maybe you could talk her into something at Christmas, maybe for your birthday, you know, whatever it was. But then, you know, I would get a pair of Bo Jacksons, uh, a pair of Andre Agassiz, you know, and that was in my wheelhouse. And now that I've, you know, I went away for a while, because I was in college, and y'all know how it is to be broke in college. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you know, my wife can tell you about my incredible uh, low chucks, You know, the low top Chuck Taylors, because I had a hundred of them because you could rock them with any color. Right. I had any (laughs) color you could imagine because I was a poor college student. And then when I finally started getting a little bit of money, I was like, oh, yeah, let me go buy that stuff that I wanted. My mom was like, man, you get one pair of shoes, boy, and that's what you're going to get. And so I started going back and all these retros and all that. And then I started noticing they don't feel good. You know, the quality is bad. The, you know, all the stuff that we know why I do care about the materials is just that. Look at a look at a Jordan one and you and people are like, oh, it's so buttery. Have you seen the suede on that on that pair of Todd Snyder 97s? Like it doesn't even compare to like we're talking about a different sport, you know, that's it's not even the same. And so well, I that's, think-
2: that's that's the thing is uh again, you know, Nike is a marketing machine because you know, I hear it all the time. Oh, these these Nikes, are leather on this Nike is—it's it's so good. I'm pretty sure that their leather, their leather, excuse me, is 60 or 70 percent synthetic. Come on, guys! Like enough with your horseshit that, you're, that your Jordan <laughs> ones are leather. They're not. Like stop.
1: So is so is is New Balance like transitioning out of the being the old man shoe, and and if it is, are we are we okay with that? Because I feel like. As a as a relatively old man, I think we're all I think we're all the same age. Like Paulo, you know Paulo and Garrett, you guys are pretty much the same age. Josh and I are the same age. Like, yeah, comfort, comfort materials. You know, those are the things. Like, if New Balance goes away from that, because you know, one could argue with all of their made in Asia stuff, um, you know, some of that comfort is going away. Is that okay? Like, is that, is that cool? Because, you
3: know, they're, I don't, they're growing up. I don't think it will. I think, I feel a bit like they're kind of capitalizing on being the dad shoe, the grandpa shoe. They, that was almost like part of the marketing campaign. It's the intelligent choice that, you know, they show old people wearing, the, wearing them. And around here, that's like what old people wear. It's hard for me to get on with certain New Balance models because I only see cool people wearing them. But I feel like they're just taking advantage of it. They're kind of being self-aware. Steve Jobs, you know, he was kind of a dorky guy, but something about that is cool now and kind of come full circle. The dad shoe trend is a thing and New Balance knows it. They know comfort is their, their, what they're great at. I think, I mean,
2: I think there's something to say about um, the products that are made in the USA, though. And I think people, people like me, I'm very like pro made in the USA stuff. I really want to try to avoid buying stuff that's not made here. Obviously you can't always, but I think that's a big part of them. That's a big part of their brand, but I think it's also a mistake as well. So I think a lot of people think all New Balance is made in the USA and that's just not true. You know what I mean? A lot of people think all the shoes are made in the USA and they're not. It's only a few models. If you think about it, it's not that much, but New Balance knows how to market that idea and get into people's heads that all their shoes are made that they're not. But again, you know, I think this other doing in Asia right now is really good. I think it's better than like a lot of the other brands. I mean, you have, do you have Diodorus come from Italy coming from Italy that are horrible quality right now? You know, I mean, new balance stuff from Asia. I've never had a problem with it, um, but I don't know. I haven't bought a really a recent one. Well, 327s. I guess is the most recent one I have. I do want to get one of those 2002s though to try that. But I you know I haven't I haven't really seen anything crazy um, in terms of the Asian made stuff. Um, but you know, it, it's out. It's obviously out there. Everyone's got problems with the manufacturing.
0: I think if you come from like many of us, with that I guess for lack of better terms, purist ideas. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Not only have I sent back a pair of uh, what was it, 20.02s, I've sent back a pair of the, the, the 5740s, I, I just, they're not what I want, and I can see where they're trying to bridge the gap, I can see that, they're trying to show you that oh maybe these non-US, non-UK shoes can come, can be quality, and, and maybe, they I think maybe those two particular models are trying to show you that, that, that it's possible, and I know they're doing collabs on them and things of that nature, but I got them in hand, and I was just like, no, like, this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I sent them back to New Balance, which was weird because I don't usually do that, but I don't want it to just sit on my shelf and me not, yeah. not wear it. And so, I, you know, I think a lot of the New Balance problem right now, if there is a problem is that there are older New Balance fans and it's kind of get off my lawn, you know, that vibe with, with some of the people that I talk to Oh and, yeah, and, you know, I, I think, I don't have a problem with Jaden Smith wearing whatever that thing is and whatever. That's fine. That's cool. The vision um, racer. <laughs> whatever. Um, I, I think where people get offended to a certain degree, especially about the purist and the, the older sneakerheads, is that some of the models that they like, they can't buy and they're getting pushed off of. And, you know, I talk to a lot of I mean, again, I talk to these purists all the time and I appreciate their insight. And usually it's that they've been priced out of a, a shoe that they could have got, you know, for a hundred bucks. You know, when you talk about say a, a 992 or a 993, like the outlet type shoes, like you could have got that somewhere at some point and being someone that I can see the difference because I've, I've copped, you know, I, I bought the, the luxury goods for a hundred bucks. <laughs> like I was in, I, I was fortunate that I bought like at the time when the market was down, you know, and. I'll on it. And I don't, I'm not going to chase the hype. And I've had to talk myself out of buying some of these things. I've never spent more than $300 for any pair of shoes. And I have some bangers. And like, I just, I can't do it. Like, and I want to, like, right now, I wanted that, I wanted one of those pairs. I'll take either one of the ALD 9997s. Uh, I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, I, I can't pay it. Like, I'm just like, and I work the guy down to like, you know, like in the threes on a pair. And I'm like, so I mean I, I think one of the one of the one of the issues I have,
2: and I don't want to call myself like a purist, but I love New Balance. I've been with New Balance for a while. There are certain purists that want to push people out. So when a young kid that I meet at a sneaker shop is looking at New Balance and he's wondering about it, I don't mind educating him on it or letting him know. I think it's cool. I think it's cool to welcome new people in because, you know, they're kind of the next wave. Let's face it. Like, it is what it is. Like, we didn't just like New Balance automatically when we grew up. We liked it for different reasons. You know, Uh, Gary, you said it. You started with Jordans, like, like me. I think we all probably started there. And you move, you know what I mean? They're doing the same thing. So sometimes people have the notion of, like, trashing people on social media. Oh, you were never a New Balance fan. You never wore them. Now, all of a sudden, you're wearing them. Who the hell cares? Why waste your energy? It's okay. Especially like, I think a lot of these kids that are getting into it, and I'm not like talking about the flippers, but I'm talking about the kids that generally want to wear them. I think it's really cool. And they generally ask questions and they want to know stuff. Um, And I think it's good to embrace those people.
0: I think it's because, I mean, to add to you, Paulo, I think it's again, that you're getting pushed out, like the same people that are pushing out are, are feel like they're getting pushed out. And they're not getting the products that they got for a crazy discounted rate. And I'm with you. I I like, you know, I, I I think it's cool. Uh, I I work in education. So when I see kids wearing, you know, new balance, I'll talk about it and, you know, I'll try to give them a little bit of an education, like many of the cool uh, cats that are, you know, I was embraced. And I think in part I'm embraced because, and I'm and I've only been me, I've been in it for about four years on the new balance side. Um, I've got embraced by people that I respect in part because I, I do collect things that they also collect, but I'm not necessarily their rivals in it. And I'm not pushing them off of things. And so when I ask questions and I I, I felt kind of weird asking questions at times, and I felt that you know, that Heisman, you know, I felt that at times, because they were guarding, you know, their little treasures, which is cool. And I understand. Um, But I think as time goes by, and, and maybe some of these, you know, most of the purists don't care about the 327s. They don't care about the 827s. And so I think if you start developing products that maybe the younger kids gravitate towards, then some of that hostility might go away, you know, and if you, for us, you know, we're sitting here waiting for 997s and 998s, right? We're just like, come on, when's this going to happen again? But But the kids don't know that.
2: So going to, you brought up a really good point now though. Um, That's what New Balance is doing. By introducing different models like that to really segment the market. And so they can identify their customer base in different areas. I think it's really smart. Um, That's a good point you brought up. I I just thought of that out of my head now, because Three twenty three two sevens. Yeah, I have two pairs. Do I wear? Them? No, I don't wear them all the time. Do I wear nine nine eight or nine nine seven more so? Yes, I do. Um, so maybe that's that's their move. I mean, New Balance would have to confirm that and say, "Yep, we've developed these specific models to cater to this group, to that group, to this group, and, and, and then keep us happy too." You know, so you're
0: probably right. It's those ones that cross over that causes the hysteria. It's those ones, like we're talking about the JJJs. Those are the ones that people are getting offended by, right? Because you can't get them. Like, so even like Dave saying that he liked a green pair. So do I, I like that color, but I'm not buying them. And you just pushed me off of it because of the price of it. Because there's, you know, there's a couple of 18 year olds walking around with them and probably Soho or, or wherever in New York and, you know, whatever. And that's fine. But I think that's, when they feel like their territory is being taken over and I think we all can relate to that because you're like oh this is my thing I felt like that was Jordan's (laughs) like being in education how many kids have I asked have you did did you ever see Michael Jordan play oh you haven't then why are you? no exactly (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing I I, I play old reunion in Dallas baby like (laughs) you can't speak to that or these you know and I, I, I am going to say this. I don't know about y'all's concert t-shirts or how y'all like that. I'm big into music. It annoys me to no end when I see like a 14-year-old wearing, I don't know, like a Grateful Dead shirt. And I'm like, name a song. Name a song. Just name one song.
2: Uh, or- if, that, if I see a 14-year-old kid wearing a Grateful Dead shirt, I'm telling him, throw that shit in the trash, that damn trash. <laughs> it's funny when you see him wearing Megadeth and Metallica t-shirts, though. Oh yeah, you know know, that's and I like that music too. I like all music except for country. I don't do country, but um.
0: But now you can't buy that T-shirt because it's one hundred and fifty dollars for a nineteen ninety eight tour shirt, and you're like, man, I kind of yeah. But I'll I'll
2: just I'll just go to a flea market and get like a you know not an original one and wear that. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that's the thing. People are going after you know people's territories, and like you break like I guess we solved the the puzzle there. Once these new Models start taking people away from it, then maybe you'll get to keep your nine nine eight. You know, that's, but do you guys do you guys think that's
2: so? Is that a society kind of derived from society, or is that who did that? Like the JJs and even the Joe Fresh Goods, who did that, or was it a stock exit that did that?
0: Like brought back the model
2: or or made the model more of what it is, like. These prices that are getting set—who is setting those prices? It's supply and demand. I understand that, but there's a lot of other collaborations. There's there's a lot of other collaborations that come out. That—that's a
1: StockX thing. That's a StockX thing. Because, like Josh, like Josh said, like you know, 2015. I remember looking at, or 2016. I remember all the Asics. You know, the 30th anniversary pairs dropped, or the 25th anniversary pairs dropped, and I remember going on. Flight, cup, flight club at the time and I remember looking at like um, looking at pairs and going I'm not paying $250 for, for a pair of, <laughs> of gel like threes and now I'm like 250 that's like for resale yeah. like that's reasonable you know what I mean so like I feel like like with the Jowns 992s a shoe like that it's part consumer driven because there's these people that are willing to pay a thousand dollars for it or $800 for it. And so like the new balance market, like the, the old heads or the people that, you know, have been in new balance for a while are like, I'm not paying that. Like I'm not paying, I'm not paying resale. Like, and I'm one of those people where like, I'm not paying resale, like let alone a thousand dollars, $750 for a pair of shoes. Like that's not happening. So, so, of course I'm gonna feel a certain way about it, but it's also the accessibility, right? So now if I'm a kid and I have time, I can get a shoe for, you know, every collaboration that's coming out. And like we had, I had this conversation um, at like a panel before about how, you know, five or six years ago, you know, if you were a reseller, you had to make your choices, you know, like, Five shoes were releasing on a Saturday. Like you couldn't get all five. You were you would have to pick and choose because they were doing an in store raffle. Um, there wasn't an online release for everything, so like you had to be in store to get one pair. And then there was no stock X, so you really had to grind to sell that shoe. You know what I mean? And now it's like, well, I'm you know I can be a reseller because I can sit at home. I can go for everything. Whatever I get, I can just put on StockX and I don't have to grind to sell it. So it doesn't matter. I'll let it sit there for, you know, for a few weeks at $500 or $600. Whereas, you know, you know, it used to be a grind. It used to be, I'm only going to get this one shoe. I have to make sure I make the right choice. And I
2: also have to make sure that, you know, I'm able to flip it. But but you also got to remember the brands want the secondary market. Oh, yeah. the cap, They want that. And I'll give you a, I'll give you a prime example. A few weeks ago, and this has nothing to do with sneakers, but you know, the sports card markets turned up again. I have a bunch of stuff that I had like kind of stored away, opened stuff up again like in the last year or so. And I went on stock X and I found the Tatis Chrome rookie that was about 60 bucks under market. And I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna buy this thing because I'm gonna hold it. You know what wouldn't let me buy it? It gave me the error code 400. Which saw a YouTube video about it, and a sneaker guy who had he, you know, I'll send you guys a link at some point. But he was talking about the error code 400, where it says, "Oh, your payment's not going through," but it is. My cards all work. The problem was, is it's a it's an error that StockX gives when they claim they they think you're a speculator. So you're trying to buy something under market, so you're taken out of their market. So they can't sell that at the, at that upper price. So now going back to sneakers, same thing happens there though. Cause that guy was going through the same thing, what he was doing. He was buying shoes off stock X at those low prices where he could find them. And then they started cutting them off and he was sending them to go to storage where he could just drop ship from goat to people's houses. So smart, you know, mm-hmm. but stock X is, they're setting the prices. They're not, you know, it's not, so I go on there, you know, I didn't go on there yet, but like, and you look at like the Joe Fresh goods, right? And you say, okay, well, is that really the price or is that stock except the price? I don't know. But you know, the set, the, you know, the, the brands want that secondary market to, to balloon because it helps those models that they sell. I don't care what anybody says. Those, those, those 20.02s that came out the collab, those directly help the other ones sell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think the resale market
2: is like a whole different,
1: it's a whole can of worms, I really, you know, I really think. That'll be
3: a topic we should,
1: we should
2: touch on another day. Like, look at this, size nine, Joe Fresh Goods, you want to buy them, 3,500 bucks, size nine and a half, 1,900.
3: Buy it now, buy it now, Paul. (laughs) No, thank you.
2: (laughs) clickbait
3: sell your whole collection and buy that one pair
1: oh, thank we'll, have you. Some, we'll have some good clickbait watch follow drop $3,500 on the show French goods never no but like I think you know I think you guys brought up some really good points um I think Garrett you were you're kind of spot on when you're talking about like being priced out um and that really influencing like a lot of the older people or a lot of the people that have been collecting New Balance for a while, um, I certainly feel that way. And um, I think it definitely builds some resentment, too, when you feel like not only that you're being priced out, but that people are consistently going, OK, yeah, I'll pay $500 for a shoe because that constantly makes it OK. It's, you know, we I think you and I are old enough. I think we're all old enough to understand that when someone, when someone buys something at an astronomical price, it okays the next person to do it or sell it at that price. And so it's just like a, it's like a endless stream. And for us new balance guys, I think for us for so long, we've been used to paying what we were going to pay. And now it's kind of like, all right, you know, you're coming in and you're telling us that this price isn't, isn't good enough or that price is, you know, you're going to set the price higher. And so, you're changing the whole market, right? And so that's, you know, that's one of those things that is really, um, it's really disheartening. And um, I think like Paulo said, I hope that New Balance's approach of like bringing in these newer models can help sort of diversify the market and give us all something that we want. Um, But also like, I think, you know, that they've been hit by the pandemic this year so that's ended a lot of their stuff um a lot of their plans and so I think you know for this year the hope is that they're going to have enough product for everyone um enough new stuff give us some old stuff and then we can all sort of get a little bit of something that we want um and I I kind of feel like I did um it sucked because I didn't want to have at least one 992 collaboration and I didn't get one um so that that kind of sucked but like I think I think for this year, you know, hopefully Todd Snyder does some more stuff and.
0: <laughs> I would add though.
2: Ezra S- S- 3000 in size nine. Are you kidding me?
0: One thing that, that I thought of as you were sitting here talking about it though, too, is I, I think it's calculated to a certain degree also with new balance. Um, on those Joe fresh goods, how many are there, you know, and we're not getting into the 75 there's only 75 you know clark kent's out there that's a totally different story we're talking about but even you know that that pota 991 how many of are really being released and you know i think they know that there's going to be certain shoes that are going to create this hysteria and back to supply and demand it might be more calculated than we think on the new balance side because the New Balance, they have the ability, I understand the COVID and, and, and the, the delays in shipping and all that, and we all get it. But I also think that they're smart enough to limit some of these drops when they could flood the market. Dave, you brought up, you've only seen how many of these collabs on the New Balance website. Well, I'm thinking they're only allowing these you know boutiques to get X amount of shoes and that creates that hysteria. If there's more of it, then it might not be as big of a problem. I would love to see the numbers. Show me the numbers on how many, you know, let's Joe, he'll, he'll hit you back asking how many pairs there are, you know, (laughs) that's, they did that on purpose. You know, they, I bet they saw something that they knew would be hot. You know, those, those designs, it takes a while before it becomes reality. They saw. How many are there? That's what I'm asking. Like how many? I don't, I don't know either. And I bet you, if you look at, you know, either the ALDs or, or the, um, you know, the, the stray rats, there, there's only so many of them and, you know, big shout out to ALD as much as people hate them. Like what they're doing with the New Balance uh, 1300, I think that's amazing. Like you put out in advance and people are a little antsy because it's taken six months to get it. You, you put in order forms for it and I got the pink pair. I can't speak to y'all, but I bought the pink pair because I like the pink pair, and I'm just waiting, you know. I was out on that product totally. No,
2: I don't. I don't do, I, I just didn't like the shoe that much, so it wasn't so much that they they did a pre order, but it was more just
0: you know I just didn't like the shoe. I got my green New Balance. <laughs> so you got the third. You got the green thirteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, but I, I think the people who want it could get it and if new balance could do that but again back to I think they're they're doing some things just like uh nike and everyone else does they're creating hype by not only creating so many and then you create a hysteria behind it and you pay and Paula's going to pay 3500 for the Joe Fresh goods no thank you <laughs> um
2: you know I'll give you I'll give you guys one shoe i mean i think we're probably signing off soon anyways i'll give you one shoe that you guys may not even be aware that's available or around... Actually, I don't know if it's available. So many years ago, concepts did a collaboration, like the Rivalry Weekend, like the uh, Boston-New York Rivalry uh, pair. But this one was a Yale-Harvard. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a 998 Harvard colorway, and there's a 990 Yale colorway. Garrett... Awesome. I think there's an eBay out there. The nine nine eight Harvard one. I think there's some on eBay, and they're
0: pretty low. I've seen those. They're, they're, they're like that all maroon yep, color. Yep. Yeah, I, yep. I asked about that, but you know, even the scarcity um, yep. isn't the scarcity doesn't cause it because the, what is it? The I used to have a pair of them. The um, uh, the Jersey, the Jersey Devils. Yep. There's only like eighty of those. And nobody wants them. Like in those, you know. So to me, I understand maybe the the rarity right now at the height of what's going on is causing some of the hysteria. You know. That that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Is it is it is it the rarity?
2: It doesn't seem so because that's evidence right there that it's not. That's not the case. You know. Um, it's the hype, obviously. Now, if Kanye West threw those new bounces on tomorrow, you'd see people. Sh- you know. Running around
0: to try to get those, you know, those nine nine eight. You know what I mean? So. Pine Barons. <laughs> That's the ones. I knew there yeah. was. There's like none of those <laughs> Packers. That'd be another good collab too. When's Packer gonna do some? one's Mike Packer gonna create a, a, another good silhouette? He's a good storyteller. He is. I. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like he. Um,
1: he's kind of stepped away a little bit if you if you heard the story about how that 992 came about and you know i think i think a lot of the the new balance product is people just kind of throwing stuff together from the the mb1 bin. that that was what the joe fresh goods was you know it was they said it was their shortest concept to sneaker yeah i think that they've ever done for a collaboration which was like under six months. Um, And so it was basically like them letting him look in their scrap bin of materials and he put together the shoe out of that. So, you know, like I think they ran out of the leather that's on the tongue. Um, There were a few other panel pieces. Like I think the pink, one of the pinks that they use, they didn't have a lot of that. So it ran out. And so like the shoe that, that was produced, they're not going to produce it again because they don't have the materials to produce it again. Um, At least that was my understanding. And I think that's what he explained when he talked about it. And when Joe talked about it on the complex um, podcast. So like for me that, you know, like I think he actually put the work in to make the shoe, but you know, it, it was pretty rare. It was a pretty rare shoe. Now, something like the, the CLs that Ronnie did, you could do a ton of those. You know what I mean? Like why? Like I think maybe their production numbers are really low because they couldn't ramp up to, to, to meet demand. I, that's my personal feeling. I feel like, um, I feel like they didn't know that the nine nine two was going to be as big a hit as it was. Um, I know there were a lot of pairs of the Jowns. There were like a ton of those, um, the the double taps, those that my, was my personal favorite from last year. That shoe, I think they didn't make enough. They just didn't think that demand was gonna be what it was., um, but I think Joe Fresh goods really set it off. Um, and then, you know, they kind of got stuck behind the eight ball with these low production numbers for their first rounds of like nine nine twos. And so here we are. they're not enough, they didn't make enough three, two, sevens. they didn't make enough. Eight twenty sevens. they didn't make enough you know um of the two of the 202s and the gray you know they had a lot of shoes that they were supposed to make that were supposed to come out this year and they just got caught behind the eight ball and then the pandemic hit and then they couldn't like re-up or you know reintroduce colorways soon enough you know so um i think they could now but i don't know if they're going to go back and be like hey we, we got more materials. We're going to do some more double taps. We're going to do some more, you know, some more CLs. Like, I, I just don't think it's going to happen, but um, I per- that's my personal feeling from what I know about their production and how it got slowed down this year that they just they they produced to the number that they thought were going to need. And then, you know, Joe Grandin kind of talked about it when he talked about the Bodega pair, the 997S, the the first one that they did so he said you know they made i think something like 3000 pairs and they got over 500,000 hits on the website trying to buy that pair so yeah. he said the next time they 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 produced that shoe they or they produced the you know the next iteration um they did something like a third a third of what they had you know in terms of hits so you know probably a hundred thousand pairs sold out again. So, you know, they're not gonna, and the problem is they're not gonna produce exactly how many they need. They're always gonna produce less. And so that's always gonna mean that, you know, we're gonna be stuck out in the market and they don't wanna be in the position of having stuff that sits on the shelves because then, you know, then their brand image is tarnished, right? So like if people see stuff sitting or see that stuff isn't moving, you know, they're they're not gonna buy it and um they're gonna be like, oh well new balance, eh, it's there. I can get it whenever I want. I'm not gonna pay resale for it. And I mean like, like Paulo, like you said, they want the resale market or the secondary yeah, market to
2: be well. I think they well. I think they they figured it out. I mean, how often do you see new balance on sale if you walk into like a, a store? Very rarely. Yeah. I just don't, I, I don't. I mean, unless you go in the outlet, and even at the outlet, a pair of 993s nine, nine or what 175 bucks. So it's not really, you know, is that a sale? I, I don't know. Maybe it's 25 bucks, 20 bucks off, maybe 10 bucks. Yeah.
1: And I don't know. And I don't know if you guys you guys I'm sure you guys are both aware of the the New Balance like Joe's New Balance outlet or whatever yep. online. Yep. Beginning of the year, he had everything. He had 993s nine, nine like every yep. color, every size. He had 990s, he had all kinds of stuff by June it was gone there was nothing it was absolutely barren there there was nothing there that you know that you we would find remotely interesting it was all you know like ah you know New Balance owns that right that makes sense I didn't know that but that makes sense
0: yep and how much of it I mean you hit something I'm thinking about too how much is it that, that people have a lot more time on their hands to research these things and how many, you know, I think about, especially people aren't able to go to the club <laughs> or they're not going to their local bars as much as they once did. And and they have a little bit more cash than they once, you know, once did. And you also have a, a percentage of people that have, they're, they're doing their jobs at home and you're searching the internet for you know, all of these different things and you have the ability to look at a shoe, you know, whether it's on Instagram or eBay or whatever it is that wherever you get you know, your ideas of what shoes look like and then you're interested and, oh, well, then I'm going to find it and I'm going to find it in this size and then you talk about the market with Stock X, and I, I think y'all hit the nail on the head, you know, oh, these are worth a thousand because the guy under you, you know, paid 900 and so then, okay, then it's 1100, then 1200, then you got whatever Yahoo is trying to sell that Joe Fresh goes for 3500. If you look at those sales, Paulo, I think the next highest sells like 1600 bucks or something like that. Yeah, yep. Um, but- Somebody's like, why not? And I'll let it sit here and I'll hold on to it. And you and somebody's gonna pay it. And you know, uh, a a friend of mine, he he says it, you know, it only takes one, right? (laughs) It only takes one guy to hit, except there's somebody that wants that shoe. I mean, I'll give
2: you a great example. I back in Nov late November, I bought a um a great no it wasn't graded it was a cristiano ronaldo 2014 prism soccer card okay i paid 32 bucks for it do you know how much it sold for yesterday on ebay 101 dollars. why same thing somebody else paid 76 last week for the same card so guess what i'm gonna drive i'm gonna go up and try to buy it for you know Whatever I need it, whatever it is, you know what I mean? So, same thing's going on in those shoes. It's the same exact thing. (laughs) If you want something, you're going to pay for it. It's just the American way. That's how we are, you know?
0: Well, I think you're seeing it in the stock market. You're seeing it in, you know, like the whole GameStop. Yeah, you're, you're seeing people that have time on their hands and they have a little bit more money than they had before and they're buying stuff. And, you know, I got pushed out of the card market when they started grading, right? And so it's back to what is this new shiny object? It's a piece of cardboard. It can't be worth that much. It's an autograph. It's a piece of a jersey. Whatever it is, it can't be worth that much. But again, like the hype that gets involved in these things keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And I'm glad I haven't got back into the cards because it would drive me insane. Like, you know, and, and I, somebody that I knew that was in the sneaker community got out to buy all these cards and he was telling me about the grading and that it, if it's not a 10, then you just crack, crack it and you sell it raw because people hope that that nine might be a 10. Like, that's crazy. Like, it's, like, it's, a I crazy- mean,
2: it's, it's a little more complicated than that. I think a nine is, nines are still very underpriced. So, uh, or not like. You know, you know what I mean. Nines are still really good. Sure,
0: but I'm just saying, but, but people, people,
2: it's you no, know, it's like the sneakers. You know what I mean? You you want the Joe Fresh goods? You got to pay thirty five hundred bucks right now. I guess on my phone it says, <laughs> but you you can't, you can't. I mean, you can put an offer in for like seventeen hundred, right? Will somebody buy it? Maybe I don't know, or will they take the bid? Who knows? So it's kind of like at the end of the day, it's like if you want it, somebody's gonna pay. Somebody, I bet you, somebody pays that thirty five hundred. But I probably, think that's, but then, probably we should all start a little pool, throw five bucks in it, and the winner who comes close to the date wins the money. You
1: know? <laughs> but that's see, that's the problem, right? Because sneakers have become such a status symbol that that's that people will do that, right? Like five years ago, you couldn't get someone that was gonna pay thirty five hundred dollars for this shoe, right? No, nope. and it wasn't and it was the market, and it was also like just the celebrity realm you know they weren't they weren't gonna you know they they just weren't into it like that it wasn't a status symbol like it is now what was i think russ russ bingston yeah. tweeted today and talked about like oh well he's like it it boggles my mind how today it's almost automatic if you're an nba player that you have to be in the shoes he was like it was a big deal for me back in the 90s when You know, when I saw, excuse me, when I saw Penny Hardaway flip to the sneakers section of Slam Magazine, you know, because they weren't in the sneakers, they were just in the basketball. He was like, you know, this guy had a Nike deal. He was getting sent everything and he still wanted to see what was coming out. That was like real sneaker, like a real sneaker fan. And there was no way to buy stuff. It was all like you really had to hunt. And now it's like, oh, it's a status symbol. So there's someone that's gonna sell it to you. There's a marketplace for getting yeah. everything that you want. So, like, of course it's of course, of course, everything is overpriced. You know, of course everything is thirty five hundred dollars, you know. Like if I that stock didn't exist, I guarantee the Joe Fresh Goods wouldn't be as high a price as it is because one, you wouldn't be able to find anyone that could sell it to you because it'd be such a grind to sell. No one would
2: want to have it, you know. What's that? We, we, you know, we forgot to talk about was the, the ALD. Um, was it a basketball model? The lows there? 550. Yeah. Those things are awful. Why do people like those? I have <laughs> no ALD idea. Self-minded. You know, good for New Balance. Good for ALD pulling that off. But I would never buy that shoe. It's just – and then you have people buying it because they think they're awesome. And then I go back and I go – Oh, eight years ago, you were making fun of me for wearing cross trainers, dude. Because I'm, I'm like you, Garrett, Bose, Agassiz, Those, those still resonate with me. I love those shoes. Beyond. Yeah, cross trainers, right? They have a, the griffys coming out again. In like, I think a week or two, right? Yeah. I, I, really, I really actually want that shoe really bad. Um, but like, it the guy to that was complaining come. about cross trainers like six years ago. Oh, now you like them because. ALD's name is on
0: it and like you know what I mean but think about where that's coming from though like you have and here's another just my mind's just going wild with this ALD's in New York right how many people live in New York City how many people have extra time on their hands in New York City they were in a quarantine probably unfortunately longer than everybody and now they get to go outside and now you're going to ALD and you see these trendy 550's down there and you know now everybody has them Right, and you you're creating you're, you're they're selling to this group of people who's gonna put it on insta you know Instagram and put it out there in the world, and now you gotta you know again the hype folks are, are chasing it, and then you know people trying to flip them like the 997s with the Ald 997s that someone's trying to get me for right now. Um, but then did you see that New Balance just put out a whole new slew of 550s that. Just don't say ALD on them. And yeah. they're eight bucks, right? Are they 80 bucks? Yeah, they're 80 bucks. They're sitting. <laughs> they did name a pair of the shadows, which I, I much respect, much respect, <laughs> ripping off the 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 Jordan one and then just saying, ah, right, what are you gonna call it shadow? It's black and gray. We're gonna call this the shadow. <laughs> call the other well, one bulls or something. That would be good. Cool. well you can,
2: you can always just take a permanent marker and write ALD on the five fifty, you know. Um <laughs> Just like my dad did for me when he, he bought me, I wanted Air Force Ones as a kid and I had a few pairs, but I beat him up so bad that he ended up buying me a white pair of like knockoff Fava, if you remember that store, um, uh, Air Force Ones, and he drew a swoosh on it. So my dad was doing it before fucking Virgil was doing it, you know what I mean? <laughs> he was writing
0: then, a name on the soul before Virgil thought it was cool. Yeah. Or <laughs> but, but New Balance,
1: so. New Balance had the had the CT fifteen hundred, and that dropped. I don't know when that dropped, but that was sitting at outlets for forever, and I ended up getting a pair of those for like you know forty bucks, and it was like people were like, "What are those?" And I'm like, "They were there when you didn't yeah. hear. and like the five fifty was, you know, it's only a big deal because because Teddy's told you it was. It's not a big deal. Like it's really not a big deal because you don't really care. You care that Teddy tells you it's good, right? And so that's why people liked it. Like, and so you know, I thought to me the CT fifteen hundred is a little bit of a better shoe. Um, it's a lot more comfortable. It looks a little bit more old manish. Um, but but like I think it it's 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 like it's like if you like the five fifty, there's no reason you wouldn't like that, right? And yep. so there's no reason why one is sitting at the outlets and one is like, you know, yeah, $300 on StockX. There's just, there's just, it doesn't make any
0: sense.
2: I That's mean, we want to ask
0: you whose closet you got it out of. <laughs> I mean, we've it, always... like, whose closet did you get that out of? I think <laughs> I know him.
2: We've all, we've all gone to like a store where there's something marked down considerably
0: and you're like, oh
2: shit, only, I don't love this shoe, but it's only like 30 bucks. I'm buying it. <laughs> Those are awful. That's a that's a gym. <laughs> Su- that's a Jim Sousa special
0: janitorial shoe. They're great. Oh, those are I'm pretty sure my dad is mowing his lawn right now wearing those. Those are awful. And yeah, they're think, pretty bad. I they're think so all, they're good. They're good. In hand, they're good. The
1: leather is amazing. And the,
0: so leather, the leather, the leather. I think I saw when you. I think I, I looked them up on eBay and they were like twelve dollars. After I saw that you had them, you paid too much, Dave. <laughs> I gotta get ripped. You got totally ripped off. And what? But you know, somebody probably heard you, and now they now that shoe that you bought there is now a hundred <laughs> <laughs> and fifty dollars. And they and they will never wear them. Hey, you I got. I I wanted to ask y'all a question earlier because I'm going to be the old man. I think it's whack if if you're sitting on someone else's grill and you don't wear that size. Am I wrong in this? Y'all understand what I'm saying here? Yeah, like I, I get will, it. I will, only, I will only wear a nine. So I won't wear an eight and a half. I won't wear a nine and a half. Is it okay to sit on someone's grill that's not your size? I'm with you. Sit, sit is the optimal word because I have some shoes that... well. I'm trying to
1: think, I know that I have a few shoes that are just a little small, I don't have any too big, but I do have a few, no, I do have one shoe that's too big, but most of my shoes are, are, are 12 and a half, 13, but I know like, so for New Balance, they have, their sizing is weird, so some things, I can fit a 12, and then sometimes a 12 is sure. too tight, like, but they don't make a 12 and a half and everything, which would be perfect, so I have a lot of 12s and certain things, but I wear everything. I don't care. Like, you know, I'll take out the insole and I'll wear it. But like, that's just because I can't find a 13 or I can't find a 12 and a half. So I wear everything. And that, and that to me is, is, is different, you know, like I'm not, but I'm not going to buy something that I can't fit or that I won't wear. Cause I know that it's, it's too small. Just like the stray rats. I love that shoe. It was amazing. Like, I just, I really wanted it. And then I got it and it was a 12 and I just, I just couldn't do it. It was way too tight. And I sold it. Like, you know, I wasn't going to sit on it and they were selling for like $400 at the time. And I sold it for retail. Like, why would I do that? You know, that's, that's just the asshole thing to do.
2: To like, I had the same. I had the same issue with the 992s that came out earlier this year or last year. I'm, I keep forgetting we're twenty twenty one. But the multicolor ones, I got them off Champs. There was like some discount at the time, and they were like hundred thirty bucks or something, right? And I ordered a size nine, and they get here, and I put them on, and I'm like, these things feel freaking narrow as hell. And they're, they're why is this not fitting me? You know what I mean? I was kind of like, why is this not fitting me? I returned them. I sent them back to champs and told them, give me a nine and a half instead. You know what they did? They never actually sent me the pair. They just credited my card and said, we're just not going to send you. And they still had them. They just credited my card. So I automatically said, well, it's not meant to be. I'm not going to, I don't want them then, you know? So no, I would never, ever like hold a shoe like that. I, I, I'm a firm believer. In if you can't wear something, make sure somebody else can. I think, um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's a good question, though.
0: Because I think there's, and I think, again, and this is where my old man is coming out of me. Like, I, I see people out there that are sitting on things that, you know, that others want, right? And, and it's not their size, and it might be a size off or, you know, whatever. And, and I'm, I'm with you, Dave. Like, some things fit me differently. Like I said, I was very disappointed that the Kith 998. Um, I love that shoe. It's a great shoe. It was like a half size too big, you know. It almost felt clown shoe like to me. And, and New Balance has this sometimes, depending on you know which collab it is or whatever it is. Like that that nine nine eight doesn't fit the same
2: way. And which so, shoe? Which shoe was that one? Which which Ronnie? The, blue, the dark
0: blue one. The uh, the blue and uh, the blue and baby blue one. Um, the CL. The CL colorway. Okay, so
2: you know what it is, because New Balance changed their molds, I think, right around that time. Mm-hmm. So, I had like for me, like the, because I think that was right after the, the KT, that the, one. Yeah. Because the, uh, how old are those? Like a year old, I think. Oh, they're not that old then. Okay. Forget what I was going to say. Because, like, when the tanneries came on the C notes, the molds changed. So, I think the shoes actually ended up getting smaller. So I, initially I was like, uh, or bigger actually should be bigger because the, the tanneries I have are nine and a half and they fit great. But then all of a sudden, the next year after when the Grand Taurus came out, mm. the nine and a half was so big in that shoe, but it could have been the toe box too. But I noticed that those, a lot of those nine and eights, I went back down to a nine after. But then again, I haven't really, like the ones I was showing before. They still, these actually don't feel, they didn't feel bad last year, but they felt a little more tight. So I don't know what they're doing with their bowls. They must be messing with their molds or something, but could be, man. You just got a different. It's weird. Some New Balances is like, you know, I'm a nine, nine and a half. Um, you know, if they look at ASICs, I'm a 10 in ASICs in gel light, like threes and fives makes no sense um but i think different models call for different sizing you know those heroes you were talking about before i have a pair
0: of those i'm a nine and a half of those i i'm interested in 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 trying i feel like i've gone too too heavy in new balance and so uh i am interested in 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 jumping into some of those um i guess higher end like right now i really uh, I want the that Eastern Bluebird from uh, Deodora. Like, I that's gonna be my entry shoe into that because it's a really oh, great oh
1: the high nobiety, the one yeah. with the Hick method. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful is. shoe. It's a great shoe.
0: And I'm I want that to be my jump off, but I definitely I, I have looked at the pricing because someone hit me to uh, looking at those kangaroos. The what, what's those marijuana ones that just came out that everybody oh, sneaker box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I, I, I'm with you, though. I saw that number, and I was like, I'm not paying, what was it, three? What's the retail on that? Like, They're like 269, 270-something retail. And Yeah, it's $2. like 300 euros. That's crazy. I mean, they look good, and I, you can tell that the, the quality's there. Um, But, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't see me, me paying that. And even now, like we, we talked about that earlier, like some of these prices that you're seeing on New Balance, I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. Like, and so – Maybe maybe I'll just have to keep copping the GRs.
2: <laughs> they need to release them. Hey, hey. There's, there's nothing wrong with GRs. I you know when I used to in the early days of concepts and you know I used to always buy a lot of GRs there, and that's how I was able to really kind of get my end with those guys. Was this guy buys GRs too? He doesn't just buy like you know you know hype stuff. He buys GRs, and that's. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like GRs, and New Balance is a perfect example of a company that makes GRs that are absolutely collab-worthy kind of shoes, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I just bought, uh, my last New Balance I bought was that Year of the Ox, 920, Year of the Ox, that's a beautiful shoe, like, that red is amazing, it's on the same level as that 992 red, like, it's a, and then the gold, like, I think the gold is money, and I would definitely if, if you if you like that nine twenty I'd definitely get the year of the ox. Like that's Yeah, I tried looking for those and I couldn't I couldn't I didn't find I couldn't find my size anywhere. I know I'm sure I
1: could I didn't I haven't <laughs> I haven't looked like as hard
0: as I could, but you know where to look. I know a guy, I'll hook you up. You probably know the <laughs> I know same guy. guy. Too. I know a few <laughs> guys. I know a few guys, yeah,
1: they'll hook you up. Yeah, I'm going the other way. I know I know Paula doesn't want to hear it but um go on to the going to the the
2: glucony you going Posse. towards glucody
1: no I I mean I've seen some of their stuff coming from for this year and it's
2: it's gonna be a good year for them yeah hey I don't doubt it but you know what the problem is those guys don't know how to market correctly they don't i I
1: don't I don't think it's that they don't know how to market correctly I think it's that I would say that they don't have they don't have the the resources that someone like Nike has. I think I think Wolverine is spread very thin, right? Because Wolverine has like ten brands, you know, they got Sperry, they got Merrill, they got, you know, Topsider, they got all these different brands, they got, you know, ProKed, all these different brands, and they're all and they're basically spending you know what new balance spends on new balance is marketing, marketing across 10 brands you know and so when you're doing that i think you're kind of you're kind of limiting
2: what you can do you know so i'll agree to disagree <laughs> cuz that's bullshit that's bullshit i've seen their numbers they have plenty of money but their, think- their brands their brands are all losing money what does that tell you that's I a, think that's a, that's a product of sales not going correctly because the marketing is not getting done correctly. Yeah. I mean, well, the, yeah, but,
1: uh, but it's also because they're not investing in marketing. Right. So like, you got
2: you to spend money to make money, my friend, you know that. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I think, but the reality is that Saucony actually sells more, more inline product than than new balance does.
2: I don't doubt that for a second.
1: Yeah. They're just at a lower price point, I think. But I think they have some good stuff, and I'm, I'm. I mean, we'll we'll talk about them in the future. I think I'll give it. I'll give them more chances. Though. I'm not afraid to. I think I think they have some really good stuff coming. They're they're different, man. They're just they're just different because they're not they're not an independent. They're not an independent thing like like New Balance. I think you know, being under Wolverine, you know, they have so many competing interests above their heads so like it's like hard to it's hard to just kind of be like all right we're just gonna do this
2: hey i you know i like I, I do like their sperry product i do like that stuff i bought yeah i bought the extra butter i bought another extra butter uh sperry collab that was on sale a few months ago the first ones they did
0: for 40 bucks i was like i'm buying it i do like that stuff that stuff's great yeah I think though, if if, if gets out there in the world, and like we were talking about earlier, and I was, when I when I brought up the hamburgers, like I think if you can tell that story, like they do that really well, and there's a few of their pairs, and I I have a lot of those also, so I'm not I'm not far off from you, Dave. I have a, I have a few, but I like only, only only in Soho is the greatest pair by Saucony. I, I had it, <laughs> and and the problem is just, that was just hard to hard to match with some things for me, but. Um, I think they are great storytellers and their quality is really good. And they're not really, you know, to me, like I could see that trend, you know, I could see people who do like new balances eventually going over to Saucony if they haven't heard of that, you know, and my dad was a runner. So I I knew I was well aware of Saucony with Brooks and, and everything else. Right. And then you start seeing what they were doing with some of their silhouettes and you're like, wow, like that's, that's really awesome. And you know, I think the unfortunate side effect of New Balance doing better is possibly people are going to start looking for other other shoes that do these collabs really well. And if you get that right collab, then we're going to, we're going to be having the same conversation about Saucony, right? I and- just I just have this bad look, error whenever I order something good from Saucony,
2: the the person doing the orders is like, oh. It's Paulo. give them those B grades we got over there. Throw those in the <laughs> they know who you are.
1: They know who you are. Like I feel like I think I think Sakany has this great has great they have great product. Like last year they did so many good things, but they haven't been like New Balance, where New Balance is able to string one thing into the next thing. You know, like, oh, we're gonna hit you with Salehi and then we're gonna hit you with ALD, and then like it's just this like cascade of like oh there's this great product and while people are still excited from that last release of that last great product we're gonna hit you with another great product there's just too much space in between where you're like all right i'm not even thinking about them i want something so i'm gonna go somewhere else right like you know i'm looking at what they what they released last year and they had like um you know, they they did the, the Raised by Wolves collaboration, which I thought was pretty good. Um, and then they had, like, the Azuras and um, the Jazz. And, like, they just, like, no one collaborated on those. Nobody was like, hey, let's do something on these. It wasn't, like, something that, like, really hit the market. And then they should have asked me. I would have collaborated with them.
0: Hey, I would have collaborated with them. I think you bring up a good point though. Who they collab with could be holding them back too though. Like if you don't, if you're not into sneakers, how many people know what end is? Right. And yeah. so when you have a really cool pair like the what is it, Saucony Grid, uh, what is it, 80 what, 8,500, whatever, the 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 lobsters. Oh, wow. like, that's a that's an awesome shoe. Like, you know, I have a pair of those and then you they're, the people they collab with at times are so obscure. Like, did you have those pair that came out of that little shoe store and was it South Carolina? The mustard ones. The sneaker CHS. Like, yep. I mean, those are cool, but how many people know what that is? And how how many people would know about that? And I'm not saying that you know, not everyone knows who bait is and, and things of that nature, but they they tend to do collabs at times with people that you've never heard of, or you got to squint you got to squint really hard to see them, you know. And I, I think you need to get into some of these popular ones, you know, and, uh, you know, like what, UBIC, I have both of the pairs of the UBix, the, what is it, Pacific Dusk, and I forgot yeah. what the name of the other one is. I mean, they, they put out great shoes, and I'm with you. Like I said, I, my, my favorite pair of shoes is probably those hamburgers, uh, but what ended those, right? But again, how many people have, in the United States, know what end is, yeah. you know? You know, only time only, I hear people complaining about how poor they do at shipping from London, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what you hear about end. Yeah. Um, but maybe, I mean, maybe Paul is writing that part of like the poor job they do at advertising. Part of that is the poor people. I mean, the, the poor uh, brands that you do collabs with, you, you're not, you know, I, I think when, when I think of collabs, I, I think concepts, you know, and, mm-hmm. and be, spray rats is, is pretty new to the game, but they're hitting home runs, you know, like that. They got me thinking about buying another pair of 574s, and you can get those for cheap. Like those, those, was it the, the green ones and the, the, the purple? Yeah. I never like, want to wear a 574 ever again in my life. Ever, ever, ever again. No, nah, I will. I will, because you, you have means- to follow me on the Instagram. You saw me come up with those uh, ball the, the and ball ball. bucks. Those ball and bucks are sick, though. And they are. I'm,
1: They're a the, great the, shoe. I just.
0: Like, Paulo, like,
1: I grew up with five, seven fours. That was, like, the shoe. You'd go get, you know, two for 60 or two for 50 or whatever, and you just have them. And so, like, now I'm at the point where it's, like, I've done it so much that I'm kind of, like, uh, I, I never want to see a 574 again, you know? Like, I just – I think the closest
0: I'll get is, like, a 570. There's, you know, the 577s seven, that have caught a little bit of traction I don't like those like they they're kind of narrow in my foot like the heel of my foot um and I've got rid of a lot of them and and, you know to me like you just got to find that one that fits well and I understand the idea of the the cheapness if you will of the 574 and how many you probably had but you know and I, I only have probably you know three or four pairs um beyond the ball and bucks and um you know, like, I think you just find the right one, right? Yeah, yeah. The one that, like, speaks to you. And those, we talk about chasing shoes. I was chasing shoes for a while. And, and like, follow, like I'm glad to know he wears size nine, so I know who to hit up for 9s when they start getting rid of them. I only know so <laughs> many people that, like, you know, there's certain things that I want. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about those uh, Clark Kent's. You know, there's probably only six or seven Clark in a size nine. And I know- you,
2: know. you know what? I do have a pair of that they've probably only been worn once. Do you have the Tyrion's?
0: Uh, the 990 V2s?
2: Yeah. No, I don't. I would do something for you good with those. <laughs> Hit me <laughs> up if you want them. Okay. Appreciate and that. I have, and I have the special wooden box that came in too. Although they don't, they don't. They they don't they actually don't fit in that box. Oh, really? I don't know if you saw the box at that. Do you remember that, Dave? The Tyrion shoe? Yeah. They had a, they had a wooden box. It was only like eight or nine of them made or something like that. But the shoe actually did not fit inside the box. What? <laughs> yeah. So it was supposed to only hold one shoe, like for display. Oh, oh, gotcha. No, you couldn't fit both in it. Oh, that's right. Because it was kind
1: of narrow. Yeah. 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 Yep.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, like that's y'all, y'all, you live right there. That's that's a great I used being, to. I used great to. people to know. I wish. <laughs> Where are you living now? Next door to Dave. Oh, so you're living in Connecticut? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I still know some people there just like you do, huh? Because <laughs> I've <I'm> asked <laughs> a couple of people when some concept things drop to see what they could do, you know. Um, because I, I have been buying too much resale pricing lately. but you know every once in a while you catch a good number and so that's part of
2: well that's part of getting older you realize that like you know what i'm not gonna pay resale fuck this you know you just move on like you know move on to the next like i have a hard time when people get really mad about a shoe release they don't get i'm like just move on man they're just shoes it's not a big deal it's not a loaf of bread (laughs) it's not a big deal you know
0: yeah, but I think it goes back to what we are saying, though, that people want something and they, you know, something catches their eyes and yep. they can't get it, you know, and it takes you, it takes you out off your game and out of the market that you, you want to be in, especially, you know, like we talked about Eric earlier. I mean, he's a, a volume buyer, right? A lot of us are volume buyers. Just look behind Dave there. We're volume buyers and you like what you like and you, you want to have accessibility to those shoes. And you bring up the Tyrions, like that's one of my favorite models like the 990v2s are like I've,
2: that's probably that's probably the greatest purple shoe new balance ever done.
0: It's it's a pretty shoe. I knew exactly what you were talking about cuz I've been I've been digging through those lately and, and seeing, the the quality is
2: like unbelievable match. It just it just is it's so plush it's ridiculous. That's concepts for you. Guys, I I would love to stay longer but I have to go eat my dinner.
0: It's good, great talking to y'all. I appreciate, uh, Dave, you asking me to be on this. This I love chopping it up, talking shoes. Yeah, like I, said, like I said earlier, there's not a big community in Dallas that like you get to speak to people about things. See that you guys you really enjoy. So thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. See you, Paolo.